0: Every man podcast.
1: Every man. Every day. Every, every way. way. Every way. Yep. Every
0: day. Every way. And now every platform that you can find podcasts on. Every man podcast is there.
1: Every P. That's
0: Google it. Play. Spotify. iTunes. Stitcher, Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. SoundCloud. Daryl Campbell, my co-host and faithful friend. How's it going, bro? Oh
1: man, you know, it's uh we're we're doing every man things, man. You know how it is where where we're pumping that 9 to 5, we're 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 all over the place, but but we're centralized together. That's right. and and synergistic properties. Um yeah, man, I'm I'm currently, you know, uh doing Hard Knock stuff and <laughs> and, and uh every man podcast because it's just this is what we do, man. We, we multitask. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we got to do a little double duty yeah,
0: little double d dip. d. double dip, double duty. double d. So uh, yeah, as Daryl was saying, uh, you know, back together again, uh, your boys are back, and uh, we're together for this interview this week. We've got a fantastic uh, conversation we had with uh, my buddy and um, longtime business partner and uh, just an all around every man. Uh, drumlight co-founder Jeff Siebelson, Um tells us a lot of great information about how to start a business, how yeah. he got into it. How they took the next step to go from, you know, oh, I think we might have an idea here to our products being used in the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's a really cool, really cool conversation.
1: It's, it's amazing conversation. and Jeff is an amazing guest. Um, and I think if if I take it a step further, um and you know how it is that we do on this podcast, man, we're all about the positivity. We're all about shedding that light and 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 having like-minded people on that, um, you know, kind of follow those same precepts, and Jeff is one of those guys all the way. He's in that cosmic canoe we talk about. We're oaring, we're oring down that Mystic Highway and and uh, Mystic Stream, and um, you know, he's just just an awesome, awesome person. So
0: yeah, it's a, it's a real pleasure to have him. And uh, again, you know, if anybody's interested in in the, any of the products that Jeff's talking about there from Drumlight, you can check them out at getdrumlight.com. That's drum l i t e. Dot com get drumlight.com. Um, and you can also email him at Jeff at DrumLight. So if you're interested, shoot him a line. And uh, if you want to see some of the stuff and how it works, you can check him out on Instagram at drumlight. Uh you can check out my Instagram as well. Uh Justin Vigil, it's on there. Um yeah so so great conversations all around. Daryl Campbell and I are we're in the midst of what I'd like to call a power storm of positivity.
1: Mm-hmm Power storm.
0: It's a power storm, and we are the captains of it, and we are just getting ready to unleash uh, something really cool, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. So stay tuned, and again, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc., um, it would be really helpful to us. And also, just because we want to, we want to hear hear from uh, from our listeners and, and hear what you like about the show and uh, what your favorite guests are and what you'd like more of, and maybe what you'd like even more of. Uh, we want to hear yeah. we want to yeah. hear all that stuff. Um, so so please uh, please reach out to us. You know, you can hit me up, Justin at Extractus Media. You can find me on any social media. Um, Daryl Campbell is a man uh, who is. Hard to find. So if you want him, you <laughs> got to find me. Um, yeah. And that's the way it's going to be, brother. So uh, I think without further to do here, let's uh, kick it to our brother Jeff. Do it. Joining us today on the Everyman Podcast is a great friend of mine and somebody I have not only done business with, but has helped propel my uh, career as a drummer and as a musician and an artist um, in many different ways, which we're going to talk about today. Uh, he's an entrepreneur, he's a drummer, and uh, he's an all-around everyman. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Sievelson.
2: Hey guys, how's it going?
0: Yo! <laughs> going great, my brother. How are you doing, man?
2: Good, good. Life life is good.
0: Good. So uh, right off the bat, man, tell us a little bit about yourself, where are you from, and uh, what are you currently doing?
2: Dude, I am, well, my name is Jeff Siebelton. I am the one of the co-founders here at Drumlight, um, and Drumlight is an LED lighting company specifically for drum sets. So my like running joke is it's a really original name. <laughs> 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 We've been doing that now for, man, how long has it been? Eight years now? Yeah, that's right. A little over eight years now. Um, <clears throat> and so yeah, i been, been doing that. I'm mainly... Even though I co-founded Drumlight, I mainly do most of our marketing, um, pretty much all of our like, A&R and that fun stuff, and that's kind of like my role uh, here. So yeah, it's uh, it's been a fun ride, which I'm sure we'll talk about, and Justin, especially with you being part of it, it's you, you somewhat know the story, um, and uh, yeah, so you can probably fill in some pretty good blanks for me.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So where are you guys located? Where are you headquartered at?
2: Uh, we're in Minneapolis,
0: Minnesota. Minnesota, you betcha. Minnesota.
2: Oh yeah, sure. You know.
0: Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. You know. Uh,
1: <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> well, I a, that in college was from Minnesota? So. That's yeah. like that's, that's, that's nice. that cosmic
0: canoe. It's going to strike a lot here. Yep. You know yep. that Minnesota area's got a lot of uh, a lot of love for me. You know, with the not only with the drum light, but obviously the Mayo Clinic right north of you guys up there in Rochester. Um, so, uh, so you betcha, to all my little Minnesotans out there. <laughs> is that what you guys are, Minnesotans?
2: Yeah, technically.
0: Okay, that's good. What,
2: good. Uh, yeah, Minnesotans. Land
0: of a thousand lakes. Yeah, man. Ten thousand. Man. Is that what it is? 10, it 10, Ten thousand? Ten thousand. Yeah. I was oh, way there's off. Some like
2: goofy thing going on how Wisconsin technically has like 15,000. I don't know. There's some Wisconsin, Minnesota have a lot of rips, but it just adds fuel to the fire every year, I think. Yeah. The the
0: whole, the cheese curd (laughs) war, all that stuff. So, um, what made you decide that you wanted to go and start your own business? Did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Did you have a plan to do something else? And then, you know, life intervened. How did that come about?
2: It's a, really good question. Um, I would say, I don't know if I ever really planned on running my own business. It was always, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do growing up. Um, all I knew is that when I was growing up and a kid and through my teens, all I really knew was I played drums, uh, since I was 12. And then I played like hockey since I was seven. So those were kind of like the only two things I really knew. Um, and, you know, I wasn't, <laughs> by the time I was 19, 20, uh, it was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to the NHL. Uh, yeah, I'm not in a band. That's probably going to break it. <laughs> no offense to any of my bandmates that will probably watch this later. And be like, thanks, Jeff. But um, <laughs> so at that point, uh, I really didn't have, didn't know what, um, I didn't really know what I was going to do, but uh, ended up going to school up here in. In Minneapolis, uh, and that's where I met my co-founder, Joey Nesbitt, and um, we met in college. Uh, he was uh, studying for mechanical engineering uh, at the time at St. Thomas, um, and then we ended up becoming roommates, and Joey's also a drummer. He's been playing drums longer than I have, I think since he was like eight or nine, um, and we didn't really necessarily set out to do a drum lighting business we had a bunch of like business ideas and there was like business contests at college that we would like enter in and uh, all that fun stuff but um did you
0: have any other little inventions that uh you want to air out there
2: uh yeah we had like a couple we had one that's like kind of coming to fruition with some holiday lighting companies i'm seeing now but one it was like literally permanent holiday lighting so it was it was kind of like um if you picture, like for those, I guess, listening, they don't, may not necessarily know exactly what like, a drum like kit is, but basically it's like an LED strip that goes inside of the drum. But it was like an LED strip on steroids. And <laughs> uh, it would like mount like right below your gutters on your house. Nice. And you could like keep it up there the whole year. It was weatherproof. Um, yeah. could, and then so the whole thing was like it was all LED. So you could like change colors. You could have a controller in your garage. Um, so, that's already actually. I've seen similar things from like holiday lighting companies uh, in this day and age. But yeah, that was one of our ideas that we that we did. We actually well, we didn't like do it afterwards. We realized it was going to cost a
0: pretty penny. Crap, crap yeah. of money for college
2: <laughs> students. It was like yeah. <laughs> might be kind of hard to get that (laughs) off the ground
0: you know that's that's (laughs) the one thing i know my, my girlfriend is uh is not looking forward to the inevitable day where i tell her that i've i'm moving on to doing lighting for the house for christmas so uh, she knows she knows how I, how I have a tendency to over overproduce produce and over engineer everything. yeah,, uh, so yeah, as soon as I do, maybe I'll be reaching out to you for uh, you know some of those ideas. Um, so you brought up a good point. I wanted to talk a little bit about before we move on about what drum light is. So, as I was explaining to Darrell before the podcast, um in about two thousand and twelve, I was um, looking for a way to make my drums stand out on top of my playing because I had this idea that, you know, everybody at the level that I wanted to be at was talented, similar to like the NFL where everybody that was, you know, everybody that Daryl played with was the best where they came from. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a certain level of excellence. So I started thinking about ways I could set myself apart. So I started looking into lighting because, you know, my father's a drummer and back in the day, um, you know, he had these really cool, uh chrome wrapped Ludwig drums um in in Slingerland and uh they had lighting on them and it was the way they ha- had their lights back then they were these huge ass you know bulbs that weighed like 50 <laughs> fucking pounds and they were super hot and like they had the, they had the most ridiculous setup back in the day and um I always saw those pictures growing up and I was like man you know that lighting would be cool so I started looking into lighting and I found a company that makes uh really high quality uh drums out uh, out west, and they were offering acrylic acrylic kits with lighting built in. So I saw that, but then I saw they were like ten grand, and I was like, "That shit's not going to happen right now." <laughs> <Nah>. so, <laughs> so I started doing some googling, as uh, as I'm known to do, and I found Drumlight's original website, which I believe it was like IW Drums. Yeah, yeah, yep. So yeah, dude, you got it. So I sent I sent an email. And I was like, it was just a little cold call, and I was like, "Hey, listen, you know." Uh, I got this idea. I want to try and do this. Can you help me out? And I was like, I-, I need it by this certain day, but I can't pay for it right now. Can you guys work with me? And they were like, dude, your story's amazing. Absolutely. So the first kit that I got was, correct me if I'm wrong, it was one of the first early models, right?
2: Yeah, dude. I think you were, I mean, you were at least, boy, probably, I want to say, you said it was 2012. I bet you were probably I mean like you were definitely in
0: November like twenty twelve.
2: Yeah, I probably in like our for sure our first seventy-five customers, I would guess. Nice. We started in April of eleven. And you know, it took a while to get off the ground. But yeah, dude. I think I know yeah, those first couple kits.
0: <laughs> so so the kit that I got was the
2: OG stuff. It,
0: it was it was hand it's handmade and it's it was high quality. <laughs>
1: yeah. it, it was great quality,
0: but the lights were nothing like what they have now. And, um, so I put this kit together and then like, I'm like, oh, well, I'd like to do this. How do I do this? And then we figured out a way to have DMX control. So then, you know, I was like, I don't know if anybody else was doing it, but I think I was one of the first people using drum lights that had a lighting guy controlling what was going on with just the lights for the drums. So shout out to my boy, Jose, he would be over there in the wings, Daryl. Shredding, oh, no. shredding, the
1: light. Okay, <laughs> shredding the light. So he's
0: shredding the lights, and then we start playing places, and people are like, "Holy shit, what is this?" And like every time, we'd keep the lights off to the last possible minute, and then we'd turn the lights on, and every time we'd hear people be like, oh, "What is that?" I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, and like, <laughs> and, and like it never fails. Like everywhere I go, somebody's like, "Wow, how did you get that?" So, so that's that's what a drum light is, and that's that's how I discovered it. So you guys. Decided to go into business, and you got seventy-five customers, and you got some some early, uh, we'll call them um, uh, not vintage, but uh, relic, maybe maybe that's a good a good term. They're like the the uh, the first gen, <laughs> very generally. kind, very, very kind way to put it, <laughs> the 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 V one, if you will. And yeah. um, so, what was it like when you started getting feedback on your idea that hey, man, this might I might we might have actually been onto something here and this might work.
2: Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that's, that was really like crazy. So how it, how it started originally was um, we just like you, Justin, we're looking at ways to like pimp out our drums. Um, and like, we didn't have, you know, being in college, we didn't have like a whole ton of money to spend on like new gear and things like that. So we had these scrap led lights just like every college house does, (laughs) you know, like,
0: uh, black light here, there. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) And, uh, Joey ended up like modding them like inside of his drums. And so he was playing out a couple gigs, um, at the time. And so our first original feedback was literally people coming up to Joey when he was at gigs and being like, yo, like, what is that? (laughs) And he would explain (laughs) it to him. And, he would be, people would be like, Hey, could you like, well, like, could you build that for me? And Joy's like, Yeah, probably. So he would come back and he'd be like, Okay, yeah. like, I think we could, you know, I've got somebody else that's like interested in drum. I'm like, Oh, so all right, rad dude, like, let's, yeah, let's do it. So we ended up doing like a bunch of, I think probably, well, I shouldn't say a bunch, but like the first batch of kits, like, probably five were local uh, in the Minneapolis area. Um, and then I was taking like a coding class in college, like learning how to kinda like just build very basic websites. So that old Mm -hmm. school website you talked about a couple of minutes ago was like what I had built with WordPress. Yeah, yeah, man. (laughs) And I think I wish I had like kept screenshots of it. I don't think I did, but anyway, yeah, it was it was it it, it served its it served its purpose, I guess. But anyway. um,
0: You could probably pull it up in the uh, the Internet Archive.
2: Yeah, probably, yeah. If people went to, like, iwdrums.com, I think, was our domain name at the time, uh, I bet you, yeah, it'll probably come up, so... Um, uh, uh, but yeah, but like, so we would get the feedback from people first, and they would say, oh, like we, you know, yeah, I like this part. like we started with white cables for whatever reason, like I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> we did white cables. didn't make it, doesn't make a whole ton of sense when all your other cables on stage are black. Maybe that was yeah. the I don't know, like cheaper. Well, I, I would know. think anyway. maybe
0: it's closer to the Chrome finish, you know, on hardware. that kind of makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but, but a bunch of people were like, you know, they kind, of, they kind of stick out on stage with the cables. And so that was, like, feedback that we got from customers. And then the really crazy stuff was when we started hearing from people like you that were out state of or outside of Minnesota. And I was like, wow, like, people are actually looking for lights for drums. And, like, they would have, you guys, especially probably, you know, our first, I would say, yeah, 50 to 100 customers, you guys always had, like, the raddest ideas. And it would kind of, like, push us forward of, like, you know, you'd ask like, well, could just could, you know, could this be like triggered this way or could, you know, it, it like sync to the lighting and it would push us to like develop those types of systems. So it was like that feedback early on was like so crucial in understanding like what gigging drummers wanted and what they didn't want too. So that was that was huge.
0: Well, and I know, uh, Daryl, and I, I got to find this and show it to you, man god bless jose (laughs) martinez i can't say that enough this guy (laughs) jeff there was maybe three gigs where i had to set up my lights by myself yeah and it got it it's so complicated like it got to a point because i kept asking for them to like add on crazy shit to to a system that was never designed (laughs) to do it so like dude i had like 24 feet of these like spider cabled like Snakes of these tiny little and dude, they're like they were like oh, yeah, three old, prong plastic connectors, yeah. and like <laughs> it's like you know the, the the slightest bit of you know off pressure would would mess it up. So like it got to a point where I like you know because you guys had come out with like all this cool you know professional grade DMX stuff, and I'm still like electrical taping 30 feet of uh, <laughs> of wire together, you know, and, like, I'd have to hook it up by myself, and I'd be like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing here. But uh, thankfully, I always have Jose to, uh, to steer me straight there. Um, but it is really cool because I can remember, you know, wanting more out of what I was doing, and it was great to be able to reach out to, a, you know, somebody like yourself and a company like Drumlight where they were responsive to new ideas. Because I know other companies that work with musicians and Daryl, you can, I'm sure you can attest to this, uh, with your experience with, you know, being in professional sports, like they may not always want to cater to what you want. Cause like, eh, I don't have to
1: do this. Yeah, man. <laughs> lots of egos, <laughs> lots of egos in, in uh professional sports, man.
0: So. Daryl does, does the equipment manager like wield a lot of power that people don't realize you think?
1: Yeah, a lot more than you think. I mean, like equipment managers are kind of like the heartbeat of a locker room almost, you know what I mean? Because like they have like the inside track with uh, upper management position coaches for what it is that we need to be functional on a day to day basis. So, you know, if if we come out and we're like, "Yo, we need we need this type of shoe or we need this type of padding or we need this type of adjustment to our, you know, our, our spider gear and it's not intact and it's something that could help us be better and perform. Well, you know, like, like in Chicago, when we had Tony Medlin, it was like, Hey, T-Med, like, you know, I I can't go out there like this. And then T-Med would go talk to, you know, Lovey or Ron Rivera. And then, and we wouldn't go out there like that. That's just kind of (laughs) like how it is. So, you know, it's uh, it's, it's, it's all, it's all interconnected, man. You know what I mean? So.
0: And that's, you know, Jeff, we talk a lot about, um, teamwork and how it relates to you know sports how it relates to music um but in business and and in this case business and music all together um your situation is like your team is way spread out you know so like you guys are in minnesota but you know i'm relying on you for support like daryl's saying like equipment manager tech support i've called jeff at ridiculous times at gigs, like, dude, why the fuck isn't this working? What do I, what am I supposed to do? You know, and like, God bless them always every single time, you know, uh, was there answering the call. So um, that's stuff that, that translates, you know, not only to your products, but, you know, how other people engage with them. You know, I think that's, uh, yeah, I think that's a big thing that sets you apart because, you know, as we'll, as we'll get here in a second, um, the NAM show. Uh, so the NAM show for you, those listening who don't know what that is, it's uh, National Association of Music Merchants, and it's a trade show in Anaheim, California, every year. It's the largest trade show for for, for music in the world. Period. And anywhere between you know, two hundred thousand and three hundred thousand people show up every year, and it's nice. insane. And it's like, <laughs> dude, I've seen
2: it's crazy.
0: Like I've literally seen Stevie Wonder walking around there. Uh, you know, like yeah. Travis Barker, like anybody you can think of, but like you get jaded by seeing all these rock stars walking around then a fucking legend like Stevie Wonder walks past and everybody just gets silent and nobody knows what to do is <laughs> yeah. the craziest thing. <laughs> and, uh, so you guys went out there, um, and, uh, the first year you went out there, you guys were kind of just roaming, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the first, Yeah. At least the first year, maybe the, maybe the second year that we went out there too, we just did kind of a walk of the floor, we'll say.
0: So the, the, there's, I mean, there's thousands of, of vendors there, Daryl. And it's like, you have like the big guys, like, you know, Sabian and Pearl and Zildjian and DW, all these guys that are like the, the stalwarts of drumming. And then on the outskirts, it's like somebody that's got a drum made out of, bamboo. And then it's like <laughs> and, and then there's like a VR drum set. They've been they've been doing the VR drum set at NAM for too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I this is a positive show, but I don't think the VR drums are ever gonna happen. But we'll see. And then, you know, then you would have then you have Drum Light. And
1: nice.
0: the the first there was other companies out there that uh and there still are some people doing it, but um just the whole presentation over the years to see how it's developed from that first year, me being out there with you guys, um, and you being gracious enough to invite me out. and uh, be a part of that whole experience is is really great. So if anybody ever has a chance to uh, you know go to Nam, I highly recommend it. Um, tell us a little bit about how you found um, networking, and more specifically, one of the things we talk about is putting yourself, in adverse situations for good reasons. So like Nam, you got to fly out to California. It's a 22-hour day every day, if if you're lucky. Um, you know, it's, it's exhausting. And the benefits are great there because of, like I said, everyone in the music world is there. So one of the things we're always encouraging um, is people to take those chances to go put yourself somewhere where you can be in the middle of it. So how did... How did that experience of putting yourself out there at NAM affect your business, affect you personally, uh and just just overall? Like how did that all work and how do you find that to be important?
2: Yeah. Um before I like hop into that too. I mean, I will say the silver lining with NAM is that it's January in California. Oh, it's the best. So for me in Minnesota, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah. It's definitely worth it. It's a good getaway to go. So, yeah, so that's kind of the – that's the nice thing. I'm always, like, get to tell everybody, yeah, I'm going to Los Angeles next week. Nice. It's 10 degrees here and snowing, so – but anyway. um, (laughs) Yeah, as far as, like, networking and and putting yourself out there, that's awesome that you guys really encourage that. I think that is – really getting out of your comfort zone is – like, huge for, like, personal development, not even, like, professional, I mean, definitely per- professional, but also, like, personal development, mm-hmm. too, um, in me, I'm not, I get anxiety just, like, probably most people do a lot of times when there's, like, a big stakes, or, um, you know, I remember first time I went, we went to Nam. um, we didn't know what we were doing, like, but I kind of tried to find a little joy and bliss in that of being like the ignorant people, like in a good way, or I guess like naive people, ignorance, maybe not the right word, but the naive people of like, this is our first time at night. We don't know what we're doing. So we're just going to do this <laughs> and that. And if they tell us not to, we'll just say, we'll just play dumb and be like, Oh, I didn't know. But, yeah. um but yeah, no. And like, I think for what I've learned with that um, is that, Really, when it comes down to putting yourself in those situations where you know you're uncomfortable, oh, I, that's what I was getting at. So I get like, you know, I get the anxiety of like, man, I don't, I don't really want to do this. Like today, I just don't want to talk to anybody.
1: Right. <laughs> and that <laughs>
2: happens. Like, and you're just like, okay, I'm out here at Nam. There's two hundred thousand people. Like, I gotta talk to people.
1: Right. Um, I have to talk to a couple of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what we're here for, Jeff. So that's, you know, but I mean, I think everybody, you know, you, you just get that anxiety, like when you get into a situation that yeah. is, you know, like a, a big deal and there's a lot of people and it's like, it's like, crap, I don't really, that's where I really want to do this. But, you know, once you kind of get into that uncomfortable zone, like I find it just gets like easier. Like once you're in it, you just kind of like forget. And the biggest part that I have found has been super helpful is just like being yourself. Like people... Yeah especially in the music industry and Daryl I'm sure you can say the exact same thing about uh, the sports industry like people will can smell somebody who's inauthentic from a mile away
0: yeah. like
2: they can know right away if you have a hidden agenda so yeah. i think just being that's you know being myself and like if i you know you know stutter on words or like can't find the right words when i'm talking to like you know pearl drums or if i'm talking to travis barker stevie wonder whoever it's like it doesn't really like not that big of a deal just be like who you are you know and just be a mm-hmm. genuine you know um, yeah just be your genuine self i guess i would say so that's always been like and i think that's what's helped i know you know my co-founder joe would say the same thing like that's what's helped drum light is we just try to be our genuine selves and like put your guy put us put ourselves in you know your guys' shoes and like I've always tried to understand you know what the customer's needs are and try to be like you know and I just like when you said like that would you know, pick up your calls like I tell this to every single person that has an issue with drum with their drum lights or can't like figure something out or something's not working properly I'm always like I always tell them like I get, like, just as upset as you guys do, you know what I mean, when <laughs> yeah. stuff, like, doesn't, yeah, man. Yep. you know, work. Absolutely. So, like, I am, like, like, I'm on your side, and, like, I feel it, and I'm, like, you know, I've, yeah. I've been there at a gig where, like, not necessarily with drum lights, but with, you know, you, like, go through a couple more sticks, and you're expecting to, and you're, like, well, like I've what?
0: got one left, Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, I need to. two yeah.
2: left. You're like dude, I changed my drum head like a week ago, and I just busted through it on the third song, and you're like yeah. <laughs> you know so I, I I know the feeling I think it's just being that you know authentic self when you put yourself in those um, you know when you put yourself in those situations where you can you know grow I think that's that's huge and a lot of people latch onto that, and they you know like to get to know you for who you are,
0: yeah, I think um like you said about authenticity, uh, e- there's so much ego in music and, you know, I just had a, I just had a wonderful conversation, uh, with, uh, Andy McKee, a great guitarist and, and he's, he's one of the most talented, talented guys out there. And, uh, you know, you would never know that he's, you know, such a great talent by the way he behaves or the way he talks. He's just, he's a cool guy. And I'm sure that for somebody like him, that's helped him go a long way and definitely for guys like you, because like, I know you're, you're hanging out there on the trade show floor and you're watching all these people come through and it's like, dude, like everybody has an agenda there. You know, it's like, you've got, you've got 25% of the people there are just trying to get you to buy them. Like, Mm -hmm. like dude, you'll see, you'll see like a, uh, I'm not even exaggerating, a pack of like 14 year old girls followed by their parents (laughs) holding their stuff. And then they're like stopping at every booth and they're like trying to make it into a thing. And it's like this very awkward like child situation going on. And then you have like, and then you'll have like uh, awesome guys like the Hulk drummer. There's, there's a sick dude, sick drummer on YouTube, Hulk drummer, check him out. And his gimmick, he's got a gimmick and it's, he's jacked and he paints himself green like the Hulk and he shreds. (laughs) <laughs> and you'll see guys like that walking around. They always stop by and, you know, uh, hang out at the drum light booth. But, you know, t- trying to do business or trying to get people to kind of get to know you a little bit can be can be difficult in those areas. Um, so do you find that that was kind of responsible for a lot of your growth? Go yeah, I think there?
2: so. I think it was, you know, and part of that was with Joey and I starting drum light and not I think it is a little bit of that naivete, as people say, of like. I mean we're just gonna be who we are and if, you know, hopefully people well, I don't even wanna say hopefully, like we're just gonna be who we are and if they like it great and if they don't then okay, that's okay as well. But um yeah, that was huge for us is just, you know, being authentic and I think the biggest thing is, you know, my I like to like personally always be like um this is like I don't know, this is a a big cliche saying, but like a man of your word or a person of your word that goes like a long way too. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like both in, in, both entertainment industry sports and uh, music, it's like, you know, if you say what you're going to do and you fall through on it and like, you don't over promise things like people, they'll like love you for it. So, well, I don't know. Maybe they won't love you for it, but really they'll, definitely, it, so. yeah, they'll definitely respect you for it. No, I think oh, you're definitely, I, I think definitely you're, respect. I think
0: you're onto something there because, um, it definitely affects how, you know, I recommend you guys to other people, you know, and that I know that if, like, I, I have no doubt that, you know, anybody I send to you, uh, whether it's my mother or, you know, some Joe Schmo on the street, that you'll take care of them. And uh, because yeah, and be- for, you're yeah, I word.
2: Just, I was just going to say, like, for people listening to, like, um, and that's also, I also mean that in, like, it's okay to say no, too, right? Like, if I know that drum can't do something... I will just try and, you know, be as prompt as possible to people and be like, dude, like, I'm sorry, but, you know, we can't do that. So, uh, you know, I think it's like it's knowing that, you know, being a man of of your word, um, but then also like understanding like, hey, like, it's okay to say no to things, too. So anyway.
0: Well, and also I think, uh, you know, I just want to take a moment here and acknowledge some of the drum light people that I've been able to uh, to share with uh, in this, in this kind of journey together. Um, you know, you guys have a lot of great people surrounding you. Um, you know, Colin, Colin Huntington, who's, who's part of the company. Um, he's, he's a great guy and I've watched him every year at NAMM up all day, working all day on his feet, hustling, <laughs> handing out pamphlets, answering any question that anybody could ask. You know, I, I could only hang in and do that job for a couple hours. I tried it a couple years ago. It was too, too much for me. <laughs> and uh, you know guys like Jim Ledbetter who I've gotten to know um, through just my relationship with you, uh, wonderful drummer and shout out, bro. And uh, see you soon, hopefully. And uh, you guys just you, you you draw you you draw positivity towards you. And Daryl and I talk a lot about light, you know, and shining shining your light on someone. And Daryl said that you know you might be. There's been many times where Daryl has done this for me where I needed some some energy, you know, some, something good happened. And, and he was that, that little bit of light for me at that moment. And, uh, people are drawn to that when you, when you have that. And I know you, you guys certainly do from my, from my personal experience. Um, so moving, moving along there. So you've been to Nam, you got people hitting you up all over the country. Now some big name dudes are starting to, starting to show some interest. So rattle off a few of the, uh, fantastic drummers and bands that, that are uh, now oh boy. that are now using them uh, that you can think of because I got uh, I, this is
2: the this is the part that's always like the most difficult for me because like Justin as you know like I'm not a boastful person of course yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway but anyway for people listening they want to know if they want to know of, the of course people are so um yeah we've worked with um Let's see. I mean, we'll start off with some some of the big ones that people know for sure, like Travis Barker from Blink One Eighty Two, um, Chad Smith and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We've worked with um, uh, Eric Church. We've worked with um, Kent Slucher from Luke Bryan. Um, I'm trying to think of some other like more recent ones. How about Tony
0: um, Escapa from uh, Ricky Martin. Oh
2: yeah, Tony from Ricky. That's that's <laughs> yeah. huge for me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and also like looking at this list, I'll give you a little hand here, because I know you don't want to brag, but I'll definitely brag for you. Okay, uh, thank you. Some drummers that I grew up. <laughs>
2: yeah, you guys do it for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. So, Daryl, this this guy, I literally would. I was going to uh, the Shemini High School every day, listening to this album uh, on the school bus at six o'clock in the morning, blowing out everybody's ears. Uh, Daniel Araldson nice. from Arch Enemy. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. We got Mike Fuentes from Pierce the Veil. Uh, Nathan Followill from Kings of Leon, huge, there huge, you go. huge band.
1: You're um, somebody. Are that, somebody? Else. That's yeah. that's that pretty good. Dude, yeah. dude, we really were, we were good. Dude, Maybe we, we, we should. That was our like war cry, bro. Like Gosh, it was amazing. Nice. That's what that's what got you to the championship was Kings of Leon. We we won a great cup off of Kings of Leon, man. Like, dude, we would be like downtown Montreal, like like streets across from one another and you just like we need to get somebody out. But, and like you'd have like twenty guys on the street and then like you'd have like a bunch of hundred ladies. We you know that and they start doing it too amazing bro. That's a great yeah. way that's a
0: great way to meet to meet women I'm sure. Um, <laughs> RJ Hale from Hailstorm, uh great Philadelphia band, true rock and roll. Um we got talk about hitters. Zach Hansen from fucking Hansen. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's like, another one. Uh, you know, I'm it's it's an honor for me to be associated with these fine drummers. I'm not even kidding. Barry Barry from Shine Down, another f- monster drummer. Oh,
2: yeah. Um, yeah, we uh, did some stuff too, out. I, I forget because Lester's played in a couple different bands, but Lester Estelle's played with the Kelly Clarkson. We did a glow kit for him, which was really rad. And he's been in like he was in a band Pillar before that. Mm-hmm. Um
0: Eric yeah, Moore, yeah, one Eric of the Moore. one of the best drummers on the planet, walking and breathing right now. Eric Moore, um, let's see here. It's I mean the list goes on and on. So all this to say, I mean you started you know doing your own thing. Oh, a little band called Kiss. Not sure if you've uh, heard of Eric. Oh Cena. yeah, just who, who, Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> who Kiss, is that? <laughs> Smooch? My yeah, God. so so are you I mean, trying
2: to kiss me? <laughs> are you trying to
0: tell me something? What are you trying to do over there? Fits in the tantrums. Uh, I mean, it's oh, just, dude, and that's of course, awesome. my, my boy shout out to Wuv from POD, gotta love that.
2: Oh, yeah, POD, yeah,
0: yep. that's a sick band. Yeah. I always, I always enjoyed them. So, I mean, it's so cool for me, like, because I know for a fact, I was, if I wasn't the first person on the East Coast, it was definitely the first person in the tri state area. And I may have scared too many people in this area away from... I was kind of like marking my territory because I don't think anybody in the metal scene was going to put any lights in their drums after they saw (laughs) what we were doing. And uh, (laughs) But, you know, like I remember, you know, the first time I saw, I think, Travis Barker that you guys announced that that was like, holy shit. Like, that is... Yeah, that was... I mean, you think about how many people are going to see that. Now, that brings me to... To what you just mentioned about the Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and the Cosmic Canoe here. Um, so, as all our listeners know, they're probably tired of hearing me say it, but we believe in this thing called the Cosmic Canoe, Jeff. Yeah, and, it is. And what the Cosmic Canoe is, and we invite you to grab a paddle and uh, hop on board. He's already on it, man. Yeah, he's, yeah, already yeah. On he's already, on, well.
1: Well. He's already yeah. on it. He's already on. We just need yeah. to get you
0: in north. So every time, yeah, we're, so it. me, <laughs> so me and Daryl are on this journey together of enlightenment and positivity and, and learning and growth, and uh, we're on a lake, uh, just like uh, you know the ten thousand lakes where you're from. And every time we put our oar into the water to propel ourselves forward, we're bringing up a little bit of magic dust with us that kind of connects and just pushes us forward. But it's like we've already been there or we already have a connection to it. And without fail, every single time we have some sort of beautiful connection going on. So I would say to date, definitely not going to be your biggest moment of your career, my friend, but I would say to date your biggest exposure would be uh, Super Bowl forty eight, right, Taral? Did we confirm yeah, it was forty that's, eight? That's, that's XLV three. <laughs> yes, XLV, XLV three. three uh, <laughs> where the where the Broncos got it from the Seahawks. Oh my God! They did. <laughs> <laughs> Rest they in peace. It. Rest in peace. That it's a Bronco good thing team.
2: Joey's not on this podcast right now. He's a huge Broncos. Oh
1: man, he not happy. doing their highlights. So R.I.P. Pat Bowlen. <laughs> yes, he's a indeed. great <laughs> player, man. Indeed, a great. Owner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so Super Bowl forty eight, um, you know, starting to hear some some rumblings because I had seen you uh, at Nam, which is right before the Super Bowl. It's usually the weekend mm-hmm. of the division championships, and I, I kind of heard a little bit of something. And next thing I know, um, I'm watching the halftime show, and Chad Smith, one of the, you know, another legend drummer in a legendary band. Uh, in front of the global audience that is the Super Bowl audience, is playing a custom-built Pearl Crystal Beat kit that had all 32 uh, teams' logos on it, and inside of it were custom drum lights. Um, And Daryl was on the field working (laughs) mic'd up for that. (laughs) Daryl saw the shit... (laughs) <laughs> and you know i'm at home watching i don't even know daryl at this point point. and it's like and here we are you know 2019 yep. you know we're yep. all connecting here and we're all putting it together for some positivity and good energy it's just it's Cosmic it's it's, do, man. It's, what, it's what the Everyman That's podcast is it's all about
2: so true because like and that's what i always like try and tell um you know kids at like so i'll do you know i'll go back to like the college I went to and, you know, judge some business competitions here or there, do some like things for the entrepreneurship school over there. Um, and I always tell kids like, you never know, like always try and like, you know, stick your, you know, put yourself out there, but also like be nice to people because like <laughs> you never know. Like yeah. this is a classic example. Here we are five years later, all three of us are talking, you know, like you never know when you may need. Somebody else, or you may meet somebody else like at a later point in life. And I mean, I always talk about that, like how the nerds become the bullies or whatever bosses. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, like, yeah, you never know. So positivity, love, respect, you know, like I'm all about
0: it. It's yeah, universal ideas. So tell us about um, how did you guys get in touch? Like, how did that whole Super Bowl halftime show come together?
2: Yeah. So that one was. Um that one actually Pearl reached out to us on, which was like really crazy <laughs> <laughs> at the time, because here's Pearl is the like largest um, drum builder in the world. Um and so like, for them to reach out to us with this idea of, you know, lighting up a kit for the Super Bowl was just like insane. I remember when I got the call from Mike at Pearl and I was just like, I don't know. I don't. I think I was probably. I was definitely speechless on the phone. I was like, "Wait, <laughs> what's going on?" Like, yeah, I'm hearing Super Bowl. I'm hearing Drum Lights. I'm hearing Pearl. I'm hearing. Um, oh, he wouldn't tell me who the band was at first. That was the best part. Like, I, nice. I he wouldn't even like say because it was un, such under wraps. Um, but yeah, they had so we that was right when we were getting into, um like retail and dealers like guitar center and sam ash um brick and mortar stores and i think i had known another guy named kevin packard who's a really really cool dude who was at ludwig drums and Mm -hmm. he moved over to pearl drums um i must have been so yeah that super bowl is in was it february 14 i think that's right Yeah. yeah um Kevin, I think, started at Pearl sometime in the fall of 13, and I feel like he kind of put a – I've never gotten him to admit it to me, but I always feel like he kind of like put our name in there a little bit with Mike, who was one of the A&R guys at Pearl at the time, um, with Chad Smith. So, so, yeah, so they actually hit us up, which was like – super insane and then it was just like hey yeah we're doing this like little thing for this this thing called the super bowl halftime show okay yeah what do you guys what do you you guys want and what you're calling drumlay okay did you mean to
0: call me yeah
2: i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was like hello hello okay this is not a butt dial (laughs) so but yeah it was uh so that's how so they reached out to us, and then we ended up, you know, working together on, uh, you know, getting the specs for the kits and us, you know, custom-building the lights for the drums, and it turned out, like, really amazing. And, the like, the raddest part about it was they ended up auctioning off that kit for Make-A-Wish Foundation. So it was, like, oh, a wow. huge, like, 12-piece nice. drum set, and they split it into two six-pieces because it was double bass drums. And um, they ended up auctioning it for Make-A-Wish, and Make-A-Wish made, like, you know, I don't know, pro- I think it was, like, somewhere between 15 and 20 grand between the two sets. So wow. that was like super to be a part of that was like so cool. And definitely, yeah. you know, one of the highlights for sure.
0: Make a wish has got to be one of the, the best organizations out there. I, I'm a big, as everybody knows, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. And, uh, one of the, they're always kind of talking about that. And John Cena is, uh, he's the most, he's done more wishes granted than anyone in the history of Make-A-Wish. It's like in the thousands. And, yeah. and you think about talking about shining a light, man. Whew, my Lord, that's amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, so what was going through your head when you're, when you're watching that? Like that's your, that's your thing. That's your idea. How did, how did that feel?
2: Yeah, so we had a bunch of like friends over um, for that Super Bowl. Had like a huge party for it. Um, what was going through my head? Honestly, I was it was terrible because I was probably not really in the moment because what was going through my head was, dude, my phone was just blowing up. Like yeah. people were like, tech. I was getting like texts like every ten seconds. It was like, like <laughs> are those drum lights in the Super Bowl? Why How'd you? You know, because I had for well, I guess we kind of announced it before the Super Bowl started, but um, maybe like a week before or something like that. But I hadn't like told a lot of people just because I was like, meh. Yeah, they'll find
0: out maybe yeah,
1: right, right. <laughs> they will probably see it yeah, so, the, whole, the whole world's watching this one moment in time yeah. Yeah, it's the most watched it
0: it's the most watched concert of the year every year <laughs> but, uh,
2: yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll catch it who knows but but yeah no I mean that was one of those times where like I I like replay I actually watched it like the other month um just it, it like I stumbled across it on on YouTube on like recommended videos, like the halftime show from that Super Bowl. And I was just like, even to this day, I'm just like, I don't know, you just kind of like, you can't really understand it. It's one yeah. of those things where you're just like those lights, those are in or drums, like we like touched those and like shipped them and now they're there. <laughs> and like, yeah. it's just, it's hard to like comprehend, but like just so um, amazingly awesome at the same time. So it's like, Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. But that day it was just like I was just trying. I was just like replying to like everybody like, yeah, drum
0: lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Sure is. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, I have a I have a similar experience. And, you know, like I like I mentioned earlier, um, we had an opportunity uh, to have the extractus music featured on uh, inside the NFL. And I'll never forget watching that, you know, uh, in my parents living room with my girlfriend and my family. And you know, sitting, I'm looking at the wall, and all the pictures are crooked from my drumming all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my parents could never keep the goddamn pictures uh, straight because I was just drumming so much, shaking the whole house and the neighbors. Um, you know, and I'm I'm looking at those pictures, and I'm 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 sitting underneath where my drums are, where I where I wrote those songs with my best friends. And then I'm watching it, you know, I'm watching some, you know, fucking stud athlete lay waste, you know, to another stud athlete set to music that I helped create. And then it's like, it all comes together and it's almost like, I didn't, I was like looking for, I was like, no, somebody's just playing a speaker while the TV's playing.
1: You know, Like, (laughs) like,
0: I need to see the actual file for myself to know that you know the the documents were involved but um yeah it was it's it's a surreal moment and it's also it makes you uh want to keep going I don't know if if you experienced the same
2: yeah no definitely it's um super motivating too but like it's motivating and humbling at the same time like I think Mm -hmm. that's probably the best way for me to describe it I was just kind of like hard to comprehend and then like super like like wow I can't believe like how many companies? I mean, let alone people, but companies like get to do something. You know, have their products featured in like a halftime show. I mean, people like pay a shit ton of money for advertisements at the Super Bowl, and like there is our product right there. Yeah. You know, at halftime. Yeah.
0: Well, Daryl, you can you can kind of fill in some of that info. Like, how, how many how many people you think are involved in like that halftime show, and like how early on? Uh, obviously, saying as much as you can there. Um, is that kind of thing being thought about?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, it, it, it it depends. I couldn't even give you exact numbers. of. I know it's hundreds, thousands of people. You know, you, you got to think about you got three different offices. We have L.A., we got New York, we got us here in Mount Laurel. You know what I mean? We'll have, you know, well over a thousand people here and that's just putting all the products well not i should say products but all the media together and content and then the directing all the directors that are out there outbound field 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 operators you know what i mean um camera guys every everybody is you know one giant beehive uh to make sure that everything it within the super bowl halftime and and just the super bowl as a procession like go off without without a hitch you know what i mean so it's like it's just thousands of people man it's just thousands of people and then you got to think about not just our 3 offices here in the state you got to think about internationally you know how many people are involved with that you know all of our vendors and stakeholders out there like dude it's it's nuts it's nuts so like the super bowl why it's such a spectacle is because of how many people are involved in making that moment you know stupendous for everyone like the world you know what i mean and and like for for Jeff for you to have your drum lights in the kits, you know, uh, uh, for the halftime performance, that's phenomenal. And, and we're talking about these moments, even between all of us to keep us interconnected on that cosmic canoe. And and I'm going to swing back real quick before I start digressing too, too heavily. Um, we talked about agendas, right. Um, and, and, and companies, businesses, the ones that are successful, the ones that, you know, like Jeff, like you, like you are, you are, a resource for all of your clients because they trust you it's all about that honesty right um agendas people who have agendas about business are very different from businesses who's businesses who have agendas about people mm. you know what i mean yeah I like and that. Yeah. and yeah. jeff you your agenda is people your product is going to speak for itself it's phenomenal we already know this but your agenda is people. So you'll always be on the cutting edge of everything because people are going to trust you because you care about them. You know what I mean? Same thing yeah, I with like you, that a lot. Yeah. you know, same thing with you, brother Jay. We talk about light. We're about people. This podcast, it's about people. And that's why we're, we're interconnected and we're on this cosmic voyage because Absolutely. we are all like minded. And, and as long as we stay that way, we're going to be on the side of right. So. And everybody it's, it's building
0: awesome. everybody. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah.
1: yeah that was
2: awesome. Daryl. like, that's, yeah, I like I like that saying. Your agenda is people, you know, rather than yeah. That's awesome.
0: Well, Jeff, think about this, man. You know, as Daryl's rattling that off, and I've I've been lucky enough to uh, go over to the NFL Films, and when you see the kind of operation that they're running there, man, it is it's amazing, and um, you start to understand why everything is so good that they do. You know, their their quality is is excellence. That's the standard. Their standard is excellence, and. Think about this, man. There's thousands of people all over the country, all over the world, working on this Super Bowl, and somebody was thinking down to the details of the lights in the drums.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro.
0: I mean, think about that, dude. That's, yeah,
1: that absolutely. should
0: like that should make you feel
1: something, bro. You know, yeah. It's not, it's not a mistake, man. Like, and that's, and I I try to tell people all the time, like, you know, and it was it's funny. We had a, a group of kids that were in here, and I, and it's it's a. Um, for for one of our affinity groups and I, and I spoke to them and they were talking about, you know, getting into the industry and what do I need to do and majors and this and that and I don't know what to do, Jeff, like you were saying, <laughs> like, I didn't know I was getting into this thing. I didn't know what I was going to do. Hell, I didn't know what I was going to do either when I was coming out of college. But like for these kids, I was like, listen, you know what, as long as you're passionate about whatever it is that you're passionate about, right? Follow that. Don't worry about the dollar signs. Don't worry about degrees. Don't worry about anything. Just follow your passion. Stay on that path and put people first and it's all going to work out. And you're going to be right where the big man upstairs wants you to be. And you're going to be successful at that. And you know what? You're not going to, and I told them, I told them this, when you do that, God's going to bless you, right? He's going to give you, he's going to give you the gift. He's going to give you the purpose. He's going to give you um, what it is that you want. Right? When he gives you that blessing, don't give it back. You know what I mean? Don't give it back. Don't doubt yourself. Don't don't second guess yourself. Stay on that path. Stay about. Stay being about people. And then you know, the sky is the limit, man. You'll go past the sky. You'll be in the star somewhere. It'd be crazy, you know. So, <laughs> drumlight yeah, Venus. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Be
0: the first first drum lights in space. So, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, on la- Mars, let's go. Last uh, <laughs> last couple drum questions man. here as
0: <laughs> as we uh, as we wind down, brother. Um, something I like to ask our guests is uh, if you could go back to uh, a young Jeff Sievelson, what would you tell him? What kind of advice would you give him about what you're doing now?
2: Um, what advice would I give? Yeah, young Jeff Sievelson. Um,
0: I bet he was a real handful.
2: Probably was. <laughs> <laughs> like I won't fully admit. <laughs> um, I would say probably. Yeah, I, I honestly I would say what Daryl I would I would probably echo what Daryl said like don't doubt yourself you know like I mm-hmm. think when you're younger. Um, and even when you're in your teens and in high school and things like that, um there's always how do I wanna put this? But there's always like um you know, people not a, I'm trying I'm like at a loss for words to describe it, but there's always like I would just say, yeah, like don't like doubt yourself, like believe in yourself and know that you know if you feel strongly towards something that's what your passion is even exactly like daryl said like that you know follow your passion follow what you're passionate about um and that's what i'm trying to say like sometimes like you may think like oh well, so and so is really successful at this like you might look up to somebody and like oh my god like how they're so successful and like look where i am and that's like that's what's like i mean i I guess I don't really need to apologize because I heard you guys like cuss a little bit. I don't really cuss that much, but I'm gonna say that's what's like fucked up <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. world right now. Yeah. Is, like with social media, like people it's such a comparison game. It's never and, been like,
0: easier to compare yourself to somebody else.
2: Oh my oh my god, it's like yeah. terrible. And <clears throat> like I wasn't big into like that necessarily growing up, but I would you know, I would notice like, oh, this person is, you know, well, shit, like they're really good at this. They're They're getting like all these breaks. And I would say like to myself, like just follow your passion, you know, don't worry what other people are doing, like keep your head, you know, keep, keep your focus straight and, you know, go for what you want, you know, and don't let other people also, you know, or other people's agendas or other people's um, words, other people's actions, like deter you from that. So that's what I think that's probably the biggest thing. That I would, you know, tell my tell my younger self.
0: I think that's great. I think that's great advice for anyone listening. Uh, Jeff, it's been excellent having this conversation with you. And uh, yeah, I wanna, thank you guys for having me. I yeah. want to I want to thank you. Just uh, you know, on the record, uh, you know how I feel about your brother, but thank you so much for everything you've done for me and for my, my friends and family. Um, it's really been it's really been special. Um, and uh, where can people so where can people get a, get a hold of some drum lights? How, how can they get in touch with you? Where do they go?
2: Dude, um well yeah, well and I want to thank you Justin as well. You know, this is you know, you guys have become and I like I love how this has happened. And Daryl, I already consider us friends.
1: We're <laughs> in that we're in that so we're in that in canoe, positive, baby. We're, we're in, in there. The
2: exactly. And that's what's like so cool about drum lights. I feel like I've gotten so many like not just um surface level friendships, but like deep friendships from people and like justin and i only know each other because he ended up being a customer of my business and that's how how it was but like now like yeah we text back and forth all the time you know he's always hitting me up seeing you know how i'm doing and like dude like i appreciate all that stuff because like i think when life gets busy it's easy to like yeah forget that so anyway much love to both of you guys as well um but yeah but where can people find drum lights um Get So G E T D R U M L I T E is our website. Or if you just Google like drum lights. So we spelled, so drum light spelled for people listening L I T E. We're just kind of silly like that. So yeah, man. innovative. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Innovative. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. We will not conform to L I G H T. It's L I T E. <laughs> Get it out of there.
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: So the best, yeah, if you just like, the best Google sounding the lights, lights
0: in the business, baby. The best
2: sounding lights. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's my favorite. Model. That's it's on their t shirts, Daryl. Best sounding it. lights in the biz. I love it.
2: Yeah, I was a running a joke that came out of NAM that people would come up to us. And so we're an LED lighting company and be like, they'd hit our drums and be like, these drums kind of sound like, these drums sound weird. And I'm like, dude, we're selling the
0: lights, not the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, we didn't tune these. Come on. We don't want anyway. you to play them.
2: But anyway, That's great. so yeah now our tagline is best of sign lights in the business. But um but yeah, but for anybody listening to if they want to just like hit me up direct, my email is just jeff. So j e f f at getdrumlight.com. Um yeah like hit me up i'm happy to talk about anything as you guys have probably known over the last like hour or so that we've been <laughs> chatting like nice. look out i might keep going and going we may uh, never sign off
0: actually. we may never sign off. we might just keep more. it going well we'll <laughs> definitely we
2: might find some more topics to you, talk about I,
0: I think i've got a couple well well jeff we're definitely gonna have you back <laughs> on uh thank you so much for joining us and uh god bless be good
2: thank you guys you too much love
0: sure.